All right, Adrian, got a, a little something different today. Give so it to me. This is something that actually, uh, you know, my affiliate community asked me and it got my little squirrel brain turning and I thought I'd throw it your way as well. This is basically it. I was doing a Q&A for mm -hmm. my affiliate and somebody asked, like, hey, what's the question that you're always waiting for us to ask or waiting for someone to ask, but it hasn't been asked yet? And it made me pause and I, I put some good thought into it. And I've been doing these for a while. So there's been a lot of questions that have come up. And yeah. I couldn't think of a question that hasn't made an appearance yet that was this important thing. What did pop into my head was how frequently uh, questions that get, that get asked and are very popular questions aren't, in my opinion, the ones that really move the needle and the ones that really should be getting people's worry and focus and attention. Mm. Um, it's, it's a bit of a minutiae point that, uh, you know, and, and I'll answer them and let them know like, hey, you know, here's the answer to your question, but I would focus on this. And so I was just like, hmm, it seems like there's a lot of distractions out there that capture people's attention instead of the actual meaningful things to focus <laughs> on. So we're going to kind of talk about what are the distractions and what's the actual meaningful stuff that drives fitness for that people should be focusing on? Yeah. Um, wow. What a, what a great question. Um, and I think we're probably going to agree quite a bit about that. And, you know, the nuts and the bolts of it are, in my opinion, that there's not that many questions out there that are going to be so critical beyond the nuts and bolts of, oh, I said nuts and bolts again. Right. <laughs> <laughs> There's not going to be so many questions that are so critical that asking them that are not asking them is going to stymie all of your progress. Um, I think what's important is that you understand enough of the big building blocks to get yourself started, to continue to refine the basics, and to be consistent enough within that that you can apply it over the long term. That's it, really. Um, I think the hard part is when you compound training days, weeks, months, and years, the mind tends to convince you that you need something else. I've been doing this for a while. Mm -hmm. Maybe progress has been good even. But I'm sure it would be better if I added X, Y, Z. And you know, the other fact of the matter is that we live in a time when all of us are 100% bombarded oh, yeah. by people trying to convince us that there is something missing and that I would be X amount better if only I included this product in my program or this service in my lifestyle or whatever the case may be. And, you know, hey, I'm not going to begrudge anybody from making a living, but buyer beware. Let's just say that. Yes, no, I, I agree, especially on social media or wh whatever it is. You know, these companies have to make money, and the the real deal is that the truth the truth's readily available for free, yeah. and free does not drive revenue up. And now this is this should all be prefaced with: if you have the actual knowledge and the information about what you yeah. need to do to improve your health yeah. and fitness. Um, you know, then you could run with it for the rest of your life without these distractions that are constantly trying to divert your attention and divert your wallet and divert your focus. <laughs> uh, and it's it's the basics, it's the fundamentals, which 
I would encapsulate the fundamentals as, you know, the CrossFit methodology, constantly varied functional movements at high intensity. Yep. There's your training regime. And that's readily available on thousands of affiliate sites all around the world oh, yeah. for free. So, yep. so there's free. And then or CrossFit.com, you can go, the archives go all the way back right. to 2001, I think. And then so for eating, literally thousands of workouts that you could just spend the rest of your life doing you effectively. Know, people could nuke the whole eating thing and do on a regular basis. But, you know, that prescription of meats and vegetables, nuts and seeds, some fruit, little starch, no sugar, you know, in quantities that sustain, you know, performance, but not body fat, things of that nature. There's a lot to unpack in that simple statement, sure. and, and I'm not arguing that. But, but that's generally what you need. And if you just spend your time refining that knowledge, refining what does constantly varied functional moves at high intensity mean, um, you know, not cherry picking, understanding scaling, understanding relative intensity, respecting the heavy day, like you under, you tried to really dive into the methodology, didn't, didn't get distracted. That's all free, by the way you'll be a beast. And then if you just improved your knowledge upon those couple simple phrases of nutrition, simple phrases, but there's a lot there, and avoided most distractions. And if that's all you had, and you were stranded on a desert island, and the rescue plane came back 10 years later, <laughs> you would be a physical beast without yeah. all of the gadgets, gizmos and distractions. And I don't know, some special thing you're going to put in your coffee in the morning that's really going to move the needle. <laughs> it's not going to move the needle. If you like to do it, great. But I guess that's probably an example of uh, questions like that pop up very regularly. What's the supplement I should be taking that I'm missing? Where truth be told, most of those things aren't going to probably be as impactful as that individual hoped. Whereas focusing on what might be interpreted by many people as the boring basics that I have to go into my garage mm -hmm. and do every darn day, that's where the actual, the payoff is. That's where the gold yeah. is found. And to add uh, some dimensionality to that, I can see if I'm arguing in good faith why somebody would want to get all of the little things right, so to speak. Sure. You, know, you, can, you can make the argument that the, the greater the collection of these lifestyle habits and training habits that you have that can be beneficial, the, the more of those that you have that are good, it should follow that the more progress I'm going to make. And there's a few things kind of that are assumed in that statement. Number one, you know, progress is not going to be linear no matter how perfect your conditions are. Um, and number two, um, there's no guarantee that uh, these little habits that are arguably a lot more inconsequential can total into something significant truly. They might help, but really they're only going to help in my opinion, if the big pieces are already in check. No amount mm -hmm. of small detail work is going to overcome a problem at the fundamental level. So if, you, like you said, if you don't have this constantly varied function movement, high intensity, understood and applied, if you don't have eat meat and vegetables, nuts and seeds, some fruit, little starch, no sugar, applied on a regular basis, it doesn't matter how many of these other minutiae you are engaging in because they won't overcome the bigger picture. That inertia is going to have to move itself, so to speak. You know, I, 
you heard Lisa Ray, who was an affiliate owner for many, many years and has been in CrossFit forever and ever, definitely an OG. She used to give the nutrition lecture. And yeah, she would have everyone create this visual in their mind that you like, you have this glass jar and you put in three big rocks. And uh, maybe there's, yeah, I've heard this one. Yeah. yeah, the three big rocks were like your three major macronutrients. And then you had some other things to worry about. And they were smaller rocks that would fill in the areas between the three big rocks. And then you could even more so fill the container with sand. And the sand would fill in all the teeny little gaps. And her example was basically or her point it was those three huge rocks in there. Like you're going to get the most bang for your buck focusing on those major, not sexy, not flashy fundamentals. There's so much, I don't know if it's desire, but you often hear a lot of the questions are about the small particles of sand. It's this, it's this little minutia yeah. question, and that's not where you should be focusing. And, and I think that same sort of example fits really well with this topic in general, that it's, it's those major building blocks that don't appear overly complicated, and so maybe you don't sound super... You know, they don't have a lot of big syllable words in there. But if you're <laughs> focusing on your major lifts, you're focusing on your intensity, you're following a program that has intelligently designed variants, you have a good understanding of basic nutrition, and that's how you're eating, you're going to get so far, it's going to be yeah. mind boggling without a concern about the grain of sand. And, and this kind of example was also highlighted with many, many years ago, I was doing uh, filming for work back in the day. And Chad Vaughn was doing hmm. a squat snatch and it was going to be filmed in slow motion. He's a profoundly talented and accomplished Olympic lifter. And I was picking his brain during the photo shoot. And I was like, hey, you know, when, when a lift goes bad at almost any level, to include somebody as, as capable as him, I said, and you miss the lift, is, is the reason for the failed lift usually like one of the big things like bar got away from you didn't open my hips all the way foot position was wrong something like that or is it like some highly specialized small nuanced little thing and that's why you missed the lift he's like absolutely not he goes it's always the basics it's always the basics that went wrong so even at like the upper echelon attention focus you know properly executing the basics will give you just the greatest chance of success. And it's not to say the other stuff's not important, but those those foundational building blocks, they drive things yeah. forward. Well, I'll push back on that just a little Please. bit. In the, in the <laughs> and this is really pedantic, so <laughs> but I'm going to do it anyway. The uh, In the case of the lift, I think it's funny that people always equate like a miss with something technical. It's like, no, you have a physiological limit. And sometimes it has been said, it's just too dang heavy. Right. Sure, <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, sure. The long and the short of it. But anyway, I digress. That's not sure, really 100%. the topic at hand. <laughs> but here's something that I think is really interesting. Um, kind of two points. N number one is you have a fitness methodology that is encouraging you on a regular basis to do something different than what you did previously. It is the most varied program that I am aware of. And, and certainly at the time that I started getting into it, the most prominent voice in the room 
telling you, you should be changing your training daily. That's not something that was just accepted previously. Mm -hmm. And so anyway, within that context, it blows me away that you have this crazy, varied, encouraged program. And yet people still get bored enough that they have to really dig in and find something else of novelty to focus on. So I think that's kind of interesting. It's like literally the most varied program you could have, and it's still not enough novelty for people to uh, not feel they have to branch out. So that's always just kind of interesting to me. The second thing um, is more a point here is, uh, again, operating on good faith when people want to dive into minutiae. Hobbies are fun. Hobbies are a great kind of um, respite from the rest of your life. It's a great way to blow off steam. I think fitness for many of us is that thing. It's an awesome outlet to pour yourself into. There's nothing wrong with that. And, and I love the tinkering aspect of being physical. And, and I think that's another big draw to CrossFit for me in the early mm -hmm. days and continues to be is that I can dabble with little pockets of fitness and always be kind of experimenting with different things. It's really fun. And so if that describes you and your habit is kind of checking into these little things and, you know, great, there's no harm in that. Uh, the harm comes when you believe that that's fundamentally important for you to continue making progress or seeing any sort of a meaningful result. And so on the other side of that spectrum, there's many people that health and fitness is not a hobby for them. It's not something that's particularly interesting outside of the utility of, I don't want to be sick. I don't want to be decrepit. I want to enjoy a good quality of life. And I have a busy life outside of that. And so for those people, I especially encourage you to make sure that those fundamentals are in place and then don't worry about pursuing all of these other things that may come your way if it's not something that you're going to be inclined to uh, investigate anyway. Get the big things in there, get them in, get them done, continue doing that for weeks, months, and years, and you're going to be just fine. For the rest of us nerds that like to kind of, you know, dig in, fine, but don't get so wrapped up in yourself that you believe it's got to be so. Agreed. And here's the power of the basics. And please, you know, I'm from, I'm from New England originally, which means that there's always like a hint of sarcasm in everything this that I This is a great preface. In everything <laughs> no that I say and do. No matter what next. <laughs> so this is not meant to be, uh, you know, uh, sarcastic. Or like It is actually my just true, honest, loving, uh, yeah. ideally helpful advice from, from a, a place of wanting to see people get better. This is what happens to me all the time. And I struggle with, you know, because Sometimes people don't want to hear the truth. Sure. Even, even if they say they do. It can be a tough do, pill to swallow sometimes. <laughs> it can be a tough pill to swallow. And maybe they're working hard. And, and uh, so anything you say that's like, eh, you might be missing the mark here. It's depending upon the individual, uh, it, can be, it can be a tough one. So I, you know, since we're in the health and fitness space, I'll regularly be it from family, friends, coworkers, sure. you name it, get the you know, the story of, hey, this is where I'm at. Uh, I'm either not advancing or I've plateaued or I'm just generally unhappy with, I don't know, the rate of progress, you name it. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, you know, I'm a caring ear. I'll listen to hear what's going on and, and, <laughs> and genuinely try to help. 
And then I'll, you know, either I'll ask or they'll offer as to why they think that has occurred. Why do they think they've plateaued? Why is it not working? And it's, it's never one of the things that we just got just discuss. It's never mm, mm-hmm. that, hey, I don't think I'm doing one of the boring, monotonous, but incredibly important fundamental aspects of, of strength and conditioning. It's, it's never that. Uh, it's going to be one of the small pieces of sand, so to speak, that, you know, with the Lisa Ray example. And, and I don't know if that's correct, right? Because I can't, you know, I'm just taking them on their word. Every now and then, though, what occurs, and this is magical, is I'll either maybe it's through, you know, a a vacation or an outing or some sort of gathering. I'll get the opportunity to observe this creature in their natural (laughs) habitat (laughs) and see what they said was or wasn't going well with the diet or train with them for a little bit and see something. And all of a sudden, the mysterious fog as to why they were not advancing Mm -hmm. dissipates from in front of my eyes. And it's profoundly clear. And 99 times out of 100, it's circling back to exactly what we just said right there. It's, it's, you know, uh, you haven't been embracing variance. You're cherry picking and you're biasing Mm -hmm. your training. Um, You're not doing movements that really drive the needle forward, high power production, multi-joint moves. You know, I, we worked out together and you said you're really going for it every day, but we never did anything above a conversational pace. You know, the intensity element isn't there. Or, you know, we've gone out to several um, occasions to eat and Mm -hmm. I I now know why you're not happy with your body composition. Like, and it's again, it's the basics and it's that, that virtuosity piece, right? I think Greg Glassman wrote an article entitled Virtuosity a long time ago, which was just doing the common uncommonly well. And that takes a unique bird to do that, you know, just to do the common and to do it every day and to try to do it really well. But if you have the discipline to do that, you will be in a group of success. That's, that, that's what life has, has shown me. And that's just kind of, that'd be my two cents. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. I think at the end of the day, it's who can, uh, you know, just keep coming back to the well, so to speak, on the things that really matter. That's yep. it. And I think that that's true, not just in the fitness domain, but in many other aspects of life. So, uh, <laughs> so that might be it. I mean, this is it. Like agreed. end of podcast right here. You know, <laughs> okay, I mean that <laughs> we've solved it. We solved it all. <laughs> that really is it. It's, it's, you've got yeah. you've, you've got the discipline to show up every day and do the do what's effective, not necessarily what's popular. Do what's effective. Sure you will move the needle both in the kitchen and in the old garage gym. So, but hey, I get it. You know, tasty food is tasty and, and, sure. and you know, it's easy to get distracted. I'm a, I'm a human being like everybody else. But when, when things start to go a little sideways for me, if I take an honest assessment over the last yeah. two or three weeks, I'm like, ah, yeah. I see now. <laughs> I see now. So I'm, I'm right there with everybody else. So yeah. hopefully, hopefully some people find this useful. It is genuinely said from so. a place of love and caring. And so that's all I got. You got anything else on the topic? The only thing I would like to add is that somebody out there has got to make a shirt that is just Pat Sherwood, a caring ear. Yes. I thought that, <laughs> that was great. I think, I think they'd fly off the shelves. So, I agree. <laughs> uh, as always, that's what I think. That's what Adrian thinks. But hey, 
great. We want to know, what do you think? You know, you've been in the situation, what really moves the needle, what doesn't move the needle, what's easy to get distracted by, maybe what helps you get back on track and have that discipline and find that discipline. Let us know. We read the comments of the show. So go to the BTWB YouTube channel, post your thoughts and comments under this episode. We'll read them. If you have ideas for future shows, topics, let us know. We do those all the time. So once again, thank you for your continued support. For Adrian Bosman, I'm Pat Sherwood, and we'll see you next time.